Episode 98 of the 222 podcast right here on readyneagle.com slash 222. As always, brought to you by our friends over at clingerspubs.com. Three spectacular locations. Can't go wrong whether you go to the original Clingers on Carsonia or Clingers of Fleetwood or Clingers at the airport. No matter which you choose, you will be happy. You will be no longer thirsty and you Mm. will be no longer hungry. And Mm. you will leave with a smile on your face because you're going to have... Have a fantastic time. Clingerspubs.com is how you keep up to date on all three locations. Check out their menus. Plus, they all have their own Facebook pages where they post new beers. They always have a rotation of craft beers. New stuff always coming in. They'll post, they'll have a they'll have these, I don't want to call them erotic, mm-hmm. but very sensual craft beer photo shoots. Where they're I'm just they're tingling. They're just positioning them <laughs> on the bar and they just go, oh, have a Homer Simpson moment when he sees donuts. Is that called food? We didn't make it long. (laughs) One minute. Dan would be proud. By the way, you're the second person I had to leave this week for saying that word. Really? Someone said it on the radio. Really? And I was like, ah, and I had to like question myself whether or not. Well, I didn't know. Listen, I go through checks and balances before I say anything. Yes. It's the only hour of my life. Yes, I get it. I ever do checks and balances. It's much easier for me. Yeah. And I thought about that, and it was fifty-five percent to forty to forty-five percent. It's a that close it was, word. Yeah, so it's just a word I would like us to avoid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just on the radio. Yes, not my personal. Life. No, I don't care what you do with <laughs> your personal. Life. Uh, but uh, Clingers, why don't we always get derailed during the Clingers? Read. Always three great locations. They each have their own Facebook pages. Clingerspubs.com. That's Clingerspubs.com. Robbie, how are you? Good. You know. I'm jonesing for some Clingers wings. I have, Dan said the exact same thing to me at the office. It's been yesterday. what a couple weeks. It has been a couple weeks. And you know, I had some wings at another establishment that will not be named. And I'm like the Voldemort yeah, of wings, exactly. Places. And that was just like, eh. yeah. I, I need my my sweet chili or my my Jackie Chan. I, I it's just. Eh. I had the same the same uh, kind of uh, incident where I was out for lunch on. One of the days over the weekend. I don't even remember. The weekend seems so long ago. I can't even possibly try to uh, remember which day it was. But I had the same thing where I got 10 wings. Mm-hmm. And I was like, meh, I just ate five. And these were free. Wow. I have a uh, 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 an uncle in the biz. An uncle? You have man, you have uncles that are all over the place in the yeah, biz. Yeah. He, How's that? He, uh, he's in the biz. Interview with your uh, with Uncle Marvel coming along. Uh, I haven't. I'm going to see him at the Comic-Con, so we'll, <laughs> we'll get on it. Uh, Good old Uncle Marvel. Uh, uncle Marvel. I don't even know his name. But uh, yeah, I have an uncle who's in the uh, the, the chicken wing biz. So he's wait. He's not. He's a chef. Okay. At this restaurant, I thought he was like a farmer. No, and who was like <laughs> in, actually in the business of chicken wings. And he made me some wings. He like brings them home, and they're free, so I can't complain. Yes. But it just, yeah. yeah. So if you were doing the old uh, like elementary school math equation, mm-hmm. the open alligator mouth would be towards Clinger's wings over your uncle's wings. Yes. Definitely. I mean, that's not just because they're a sponsor, because it's the truth. <laughs> they're good. It's, it's all, the truth. It all boils down because wings are wings are wings. Yeah. I mean, if you get a wing fatty wing, wing, you get a fatty wing, that's no good. Yeah. But it all boils down to the sauce. And I have not been in an establishment that does sauces better than Clingers. No. Uh, not even like a 1B. You know what I mean? Not even like, well, yeah, I could consider that one. I mean, good. Yeah. But not Clingers good. No. And, um, it really kind of upset me because they're free wings. 
And, and I'm like, oh, wings and free? Free wings. And I was just, yeah. Doesn't get much better than that. Yeah. Well, it, apparently it does. It Golf does. Clingers. I mean, to pay for a wing and like them more is amazing. And then they have those special wing nights, the 60-cent wing uh, nights. I think tonight is a 60-cent wing night because we're recording this on a Thursday. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Anyways, right. episode 98 of the show. We get closer and closer to episode 100. My uh, bottle of Golden's Spicy Brown Mustard sitting right here on our counter as we get closer and closer to the big episode where I will drink this 12-ounce bottle of spicy brown mustard. <laughs> you are going to eat uh, a, a jar of mayonnaise. Yeah. And Dan is going to fail miserably at attempting to down a dozen donuts in two minutes. So let us he's not going to listen to this, and he's not here today. What if he does it? Well, then we're doing what? Remember our unfortunate... <laughs> Oh, I didn't until now. I just, yeah. Body shots were discussed, yes. I'm going to have to shave. I'm I'm not shaving. Oh, you inconsiderate (laughs) jerk face. But uh, I'm going to put my mustard... In the fridge here, I think, because I would like it cold. Are oh, yeah, gonna, I, need, gonna go, uh, I need cold mayo. Room temperature or no, cold? No, I need cold you're mayo. Like, I, I'm you, not an animal. <laughs> we're going chilled, <laughs> not room temperature. So there you go, uh, episode 98. We've got lots to get into, lots to discuss, and we are little Dan Nuberless. Huh. But I think we'll pull through. We'll get there. He's uh, He's in love. Our days with Dan may be numbered. <laughs> Are over. Yeah. He's uh he's gonna leave us behind. I can see what's happening. For <laughs> and, and they, they don't, don't have, have a clue. <laughs> They'll fall, fall in love, and here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get things going. <laughs> Flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro, go flight. Booster, go flight. Inco, go flight. Trajectory, go flight. Fido, go flight. Ava, go flight. Capcom Freedom, go flight. Capcom Independence, go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Sure is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 98 of the 222 podcast right here on readyneagle.com slash 222 on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the brand new updated Reading Eagle application. We're all we're right there at your fingertips. We're everywhere. You can't miss us. Enjoy the episode and pass it along to friends. And why not give us a five-star review? Super easy. We'll only take a moment of your time, and we would appreciate it so very much. Mm-hmm. But like I said, pass it along. Go to social media. When you're listening, tag us up there. Facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie. On Twitter, at Mike and Robbie. And again, you can always email us, 222M&R at gmail.com. We're recording this on a Thursday night. And yes, it is myself and Robbie. We are little Dan Nuberless as he is, as we mentioned, going into the open there. He is with his gal pal, his new gal pal, which was, again, for those of you who may not have heard that episode, a listener wrote in and wanted to and successfully did hook him up with her daughter's friend. 
Yeah. And they have spent <clears throat> a lot of time together. We're very happy for them. Yes. Things are going very well for those two. And uh, and I really do feel like uh, the Dan Newbert yeah. era of the 222 podcast <laughs> is over. It's just coming to a close. Um, I'm, I'm a little upset that it went well because it had been much better topics <laughs> yes. if it would have went badly. Yeah. Like if you would have lost the thumb. Well, your somehow or kidney, like we said, yeah. or you know, ended up in a tub yeah. covered in ice. Uh, those would have been much better yeah. and much more entertaining topics. But uh, good for him, and he's off. Uh, they're down there. I don't know. They're gonna go for a run. She's got him working out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I can't imagine a like a girl ever making me run. Yeah, well, they're going for a must run. Be, must be some love there. And then they're gonna go to uh, Iron Hill, I guess. What's that? It's a. Uh, I want to call it a uh, microbrewery, but it's kind of a chain. So it's not like uh, we have your Chatty Monks here. Yeah. We have your um, Hidden Rivers here. We have all those uh, craft breweries. Yeah. But Iron Valley, uh, Iron Hill, excuse me, has a, uh, Iron Valley's a golf course. <laughs> Iron Hill has like uh, about, uh, I would say, maybe upwards of double-digit locations. Oh, okay. There's one down in Phoenixville, mm. and uh, they're all over the place. So why not just go to the brewery? I don't they have a brewery. They I brew there. But I on the running. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you get the run. You do the running. Well, thing, I too. do the running because I'm running away from mm. Fat Mike. Oh, that's true. I'm just trying to escape. I've always been Fat Robbie, so I'm, you know, <laughs> not to run away from. <laughs> How you doing? I've told you this before. Yeah, I'm jealous. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a difference. Like I hold it well. Yeah. You didn't hold it. So no, well. I didn't hold it well. No. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't good. No. I, the, my frame for some reason. No, they, this frame suits you. It does, I think. The other frame, you, you just look like someone <laughs> ate you. <laughs> it wasn't good. No, it, was, it wasn't. I, mean, I love you either way, but uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, cushion for the pushing, as they say. Yeah, yeah it wasn't good, but uh, good to have you here. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun today. Lots of stuff uh, we want to get into, including you want to talk about hotel housekeeping. Yeah. So we'll get to that coming up in just a second. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the running, yeah. When was the last time? That there was an event on your calendar, and that event kind of, I don't want to say crept up on you, but you kept kind of putting it out of sight, out of mind, and there was preparation that needed to go into the event, Mm. and now that the event is upon you, you find yourself absolutely and utterly unprepared for said event. Uh, You were there, actually, Leah's 30th birthday. That was a lot of prep. And that was a lot of, and I just felt un. I just it was it was like a yeah, but S it went show. off. It did without a hitch. I thought it was a, <sighs> it was a great event. How can you be? Um, you had a there was a whole bunch of stuff there. I I know, but that wasn't I wasn't prepared enough. I okay. could I, I just I felt that I had a whole. See, this is I, I'm a little crazy. So I I had a whole vision of how things should have gone, and it didn't go that way. So even though the party was a success, yes. I feel it wasn't successful because it wasn't up to my original plan. So you had these maybe two grand expectations. Yeah. And you kind of fell short. Yes, of my of expectations. What, of what you were looking to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. So and, everyone, f- and no one else would realize no. that, but I'm just insane. So you came, you felt unprepared <clears throat> going into I, it. I did. I felt very unprepared. Well, also, I mean, it's a lot, it was insane, a lot of work. And I mean, I, I actually had to orchestrate a... A plan yes. that she thought I was actually in town and business, and I was <laughs> five miles away at my aunt's house for three days. I remember that. I had craziness. Because we had to schedule a podcast around <laughs> your utter lunacy. Yeah. Yes. It was just it, insanity. And then we had to keep it under the radar so she wouldn't know you were here while we were doing it, because you should have been in another location yeah. on, again, business. business. Yes. Yeah. But, craziness. Uh, yes. But you pulled it off. I pulled it off. It but, went very well. Yeah. And... <sighs> 
I feel like any situation that you plan and plan for never goes to how you feel it's in you how you vision it's going to go. Yeah, I mean, if you're planning a party like that, I think it's a little bit different. What I'm kind of um, focusing on here is again, this is going to post on Monday. We're recording this on Thursday. Yeah. Sunday, so yesterday was mm-hmm. the Broad Street Run down in Philadelphia. Oh, now this is the third year that I'm doing the Broad Street Run. Oh, you got invited again? I got, I made, I got picked in the lottery again. Yeah. yeah so I've, I've been successful every year in the lottery. I've been very lucky. And once you get in, and if you post uh, the time I think you said you were going to post, if you didn't put down, like, I'm going to run six-minute miles, oh. and then you ran 15-minute miles, yeah. you're going to get in. But as long as you are, you know, it, you get in the first time, and you get in a certain time, and you kind of hit that, I think you have a pretty good chance of getting in over gotcha. and over again. And at the time that we put in, and the time that we've run in the past... Uh, is a time where there is, uh, I think there's a higher percentage chance gotcha. of getting You're invited. You're not like competing to win. No, and I'm not mm. running what most people run, like a 10-minute mile. Yeah. I'm in my uh, seven to eight-minute yeah. mile range. And in the past years, I think we ran one hour, 16 minutes, almost identical times, mm. both times. And I felt, I felt last year that I was overly prepared and if my buddy had not been sick who i was running with last year i think i could have gotten closer to 115 maybe even got under that and would have been very very happy with yeah. my record but uh, my buddy wasn't feeling well and i ran we run it together so we kind of uh, held back the last yeah. four miles or so it's a 10 mile race and we didn't really get to the time that i had been hoping for mm-hmm. but i was prepared for that race yes this year it's just been very busy mm-hmm. there's been a lot going on yeah and i have not trained to the level that one should train to run a 10-mile race. Hmm. Because there's kind of a plan of attack where okay. you start at a certain mileage and then you try to stretch yourself out. Hmm. Because even if you run five miles, three, four, maybe if you're really killing it five times a week, yeah, to try to push it to 10 in one day, it's a stretch. So when's the last time you've run 10 miles? Uh, the Broad Street run last year. Oh. Now, when you're stretching out, to be fair, you don't ever really get to the mileage that you want to do. Okay. You kind of go to eight, eight and a half if you're going to 10. Gotcha. And the uh, adrenaline will carry you through ah. the last mile and a half. My problem was, like a month ago, I should have stretched it to like six miles. Mm. And then a couple times a week did six miles. Yeah. And then... Three weeks ago, I should have done like seven miles mm-hmm. and then like twice did seven miles. And then like last week, I should have done like eight, eight and a half. Yeah. I didn't. Ooh. I only ran five miles at a time and I only ran about twice a week. Hmm. <laughs> so yesterday. Well, also it's been cold. It has been cold, but there are treadmills and I have a gym membership. Okay. <laughs> See, this is why I, ex- I make up excuses for myself. Yes. Now, this is the only, mm. the only acceptable excuse is laziness. Hmm. That's what this boils down to. And that's to. not an excuse. That's the truth. That's, just, <laughs> not, that's, true. that's true. I'm just laying it on the line for you. I'm not lying. I'm just being honest. Yes. Things haven't been going exactly as planned. I haven't been sleeping well, and I've come home, and instead of working out, I've laid in bed. Hmm. I think that's great. It was fantastic. Yeah, it felt great, I bet. There were times I was laying in bed going, I don't know why I ever run. Yeah. I'll always fit in this bed. <laughs> Whether Julie, I, Julie might not, but I will. Whether I run or not, <laughs> I will always fit in this queen-size bed. Yeah. And if I ever get to the point where I can't fit in a queen-size bed, I'm sure nature will take care of itself. Or get a king. <laughs> Just upgrade. Just upgrade. I mean, what's the big yeah, deal? No big deal. I don't see a problem. That's why they make a king. So it's been simple and utter laziness. Now, mm. as I said, try to follow along with the Back to the Future-like time frame. Mm, okay. 
Uh, I'm Michael J. Fox. He's Christopher Lloyd. As we take you back in time. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> it was uh, this th- uh, Wednesday. Now I'm getting confused. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of last week. Yes. Which is when we're doing this now. <laughs> very warm. Yes. Now, I love summer weather. So I'm not complaining about the heat. No. But when you're used to 40-degree weather, yeah. 80, 85, even getting close to 90 is a shock to your body. Yeah. Like, even if you like summer weather, this heat... Didn't we have snow last week? Four, it was 40 degrees on Sunday when I was golfing. I was wearing Under Armour. That's what I'm saying. I it's, had hand warmers in my it's pocket. It's crazy. It was just nuts. But that is a shock to your system. Yeah. Now, as I said, I hadn't stretched out. Mm. So yesterday, which was Wednesday which is five days ago, I attempted to run eight miles over at Grings Mill. I thought I was going to die. Oh. And I have to run 10 on Sunday, which was yesterday. So when you're listening to this podcast... You might be dead. There are a couple options. Yeah. One, it might have went well. We're not going to set a time. We're going to go slow and steady. We're going to be the tortoise, not the hare. Yeah. We're going to look to have a good time, enjoy the bands along the route, enjoy the uh, crowds, enjoy the experience of running the Broad Street Run, because while running sucks, Broad Street is a fun experience, Mm -hmm. because it's 40,000 people running down Broad Street, and you can look forward, all you see are people. You look backward, all you see are people. And if you take your earbuds out, all you hear are footsteps on pavement. That's neat. It's a neat experience, and there's people cheering, there's bands. It's fun. It really is. Yeah. I don't enjoy running. I like the Broad Street Run. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take it slow and steady. So if everything goes well, I'll probably run much slower than I've run in the past. But we'll have a good time. Yeah. I will eat some greasy food and drink some beer afterwards. And me and my buddy Mike will just have a nice Sunday morning. There you go. If it doesn't go well, mm-hmm. uh, I could be in some serious pain because I was hurting. Yeah. Yesterday. You ever overexert yourself to the point where, like, you get spots in your eyeballs? Oh, daily. And <laughs> That's like walking to the kitchen. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> you have floating blind spots oh, for a yeah. second. That's scary. Only when you cough too hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you popped a popped a blood vessel yeah. or something inside your eyeball. That's not good. No. And that's how I felt yesterday. So this could be the off. one 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 podcast. It could be. Dan's in love and you're dead. <laughs> Great. Or or just in a hospital. Can you somewhere. just do me a favor? Make up your will quick and just leave me all the equipment. Uh, you can have. Look, this is. I think this is legally binding. Okay. If I die. Yeah. Or have some sort of terrible stroke yeah. where I'm unable. If, if I end up with, uh, you know, like J- poor Jim Ross. Yeah. Where like half his yeah. side of his face yeah. was, blur- was slooping off. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, if, if anything happens to me on Sunday, I bequeath okay. all of this old, nearly broken <laughs> podcasting equipment to one Robbie Lessing. Awesome. It's going to be an interesting show. <laughs> Too bad you don't know how to run it. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure there's YouTube videos somewhere of, of such equipment. <laughs> Just You're doing something over with dials and, and blinking lights. <laughs> it, it'll all come together. And the sliders go up yeah. and down. <laughs> the next episode is going to be recorded on my iPhone. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know how to post it either. No. You don't know the password? No. <laughs> I'll just post it on Facebook or dial. I'll do something. Robbie's a kept man. Yeah, so. I am. <laughs> I am, ladies. I'm but, a catch. Uh, I have never been, and I've done this Broad Street run a handful of times, 5Ks, um, you know, I'm I'm pretty much ready for a 5K, but uh, I have never been this unprepared for anything in my life since maybe like a test in high school. You ever you know that feeling you get? Yes. For a test in high school when you know you're not ready. <laughs> yeah, you look that, at it and you're like, ah, yeah. oh, crap. And normally that only lasts like a half an hour because you get that 
Ajna right before you walk into the classroom. Yeah. For me, this is not going to last about five or six days. Because you have to finish it. Uh, yes. I mean, there's no... And I paid 70-some dollars to do it, so, so I'm too cheap to just not do it. So here's a good question. Yes. So you stuck with your friend who threw up. Yes. Or did he throw up? He didn't throw up. He had a cold. Oh, cold. Okay. He was just... His butt was oh. kicked. He had a sinus so thing. You, and... you, so if you're just lazy... Yes. Will he stay with you? Yes, because I think we're. I think unfortunately we were both along the same lines. But let me tell you why he oh, has okay. and he has a legitimate excuse. Uh huh. He's got two twin boys and a like five or six year old daughter. Yeah, well, that's that's an excuse to be lazy. Yes, that's not an excuse. That's called life. It's not. Yeah, he's not being lazy. <laughs> he's just doing but other you're stuff. Busy too. Yes, I mean, but I spent have a lot of time lying down. Oh. No, I can't defend you. <laughs> Sorry, I tried. Like I said, I would tell you yeah. if stuff was going on. Yeah. I wish I had a legitimate excuse. Yeah, you're just, nah. I'm just lying you're down. Just throwing down. Absolutely. <laughs> just to wave the white just flag. Done. It's all over. Yeah, he, twins was, that's. Can you imagine? No. No, I couldn't either. No. When Julie was pregnant, twins, like the four little words I beep here on the podcast. Yeah. Twins was one of those words. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we did the whole, you know, the the the, the infertility thing, you know, and and Leah had the egg thing, whatever. And they're like, oh, it's a high possibility that they could split higher. And I was ready to, to I, I, you know, I can't even imagine when you're in nature's hands. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. And when they, oh, it's only one heartbeat. I'm, I did a little. <laughs> I try, try to keep it low. <laughs> uh, yeah! mm. What was that? Oh, I, I sneezed. I see, and me. farted at the same time. Yes. <laughs> and burped. Yeah. And hiccuped. Yeah. And for some reason, something came out my belly button. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> you know, but I yeah. mean, I, I can't. Um, I love my son. Yes. Oh, I love you my love daughter. You love your daughter. Yes. But double that? No, I can't imagine. And here's the I thing. I can't imagine. Like, if you have twins and it's the first batch. Yeah. That's one thing. He had twins the second time around. Oh. So that means they went from outnumbering their kids to planning on kind of having the two-on-two matchup yeah. to now being outnumbered it's a handicap three match. to two. That's right. It's now a handicap match. <laughs> it's, it's, and they're going to lose. It's, the, the kids are like the shield yeah. back in the day. And it's a disqual- no disqualification, no count out, <laughs> and they're going to lose. And eventually, and eventually, for all kids and parents, it turns into a casket match. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And an inferno match. Someone's going to get set on fire. <clears throat> you know, it might as well just be a hell in the cell. <laughs> it's terrible. <But laughs> That's what your house is. It's it, hell in the cell. <laughs> his kids are adorable. His two sons are fantastic. But I, I, So this is why he always looks tired. Mike? <laughs> yeah. I don't think Mike always looks tired. He looks tired. I always look tired. Well, you always look tired. <laughs> I don't have twins. No. Again, he has a legitimate excuse. Yeah. Twins. And yeah. an older child. I would never leave the house. How could you? I would I would always I'm already constantly overwhelmed. I can't even imagine. Well, it's hard to find a babysitter for one child. Yeah. And then you're like, "Well, we have three. Yeah. And they're both the two of them are the same exact age. Yeah. Two of them are little. How do you find a babysitter? How do you there's, find suckers? There's no one who will do it. <laughs> no, no strangers. Yeah. It has to be It's family. almost like, "We'll give you our car." That's the only way we're going to find a babysitter. We'll buy you a new car. That's the only way they're going to find a babysitter. It's remarkable, man. I don't know how people go through with it. Uh, I, I find that nature's nature's kick in the butt. Yes, like, that's their, that that's that's nature's April Fool's joke. Well, I feel like, and they're good people too. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand, and this sounds terrible. Yeah, whatever. I can understand if it happens to bad people. <laughs> like if you're yeah. being punished for something. Yeah, but they're not. They're no, great they're people. Good people. 
Mike and Jess are fantastic. They're, they're nice people. And like I said, their kids are fan. Their kids are great. They really are. And the boys are a riot. They they they. Every time I go over there, yeah, they absolutely kill me. Do Do you think they think what we think? Because they're in it, like are they like, oh, it's great, we love them, you know? Or do you think they're like cr- they're dying inside a little bit? It's easy for us to say these things. Yeah, I don't think they would say these things. Yeah, it's but easy think, from us looking outside. I think anyone who has twins under the age of, let's say seven, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah, whether you have an older kid, and again, their uh, daughter only a handful of years older. Yeah, so those are little kids. All at the same time. And boys, like I said, I have a girl. You are going to have a boy, so you're in for this. Yeah. I have seen boys now because my uh, wife's brother, him and his wife, uh, had two, they have two little boys. Mm-hmm. Not twins, but two little boys yeah. within like a year and a half, two years of yeah. each other. And it is an entirely oh. different ball game going from girls to boys. Yeah, I can already tell Chase is going to be a handful. <laughs> they were rambunctious, man. I, know. I mean, he's... I can just tell. Yeah. I just tell by the look in his eye that you're going to be like me, <laughs> and that's not good for anyone. Well, and you're both going to be watching wrestling. Yeah, it's not good for anyone. We've talked about that video that went viral <laughs> of the dad reenacting wrestling moves with his son on the bed. Yeah. That's going to be you guys. With more broken bones. Yes, for you. <laughs> for me. Yeah, not for the kid. <laughs> no, he's he's gonna, I, I'm going to have a broken eye socket and ribs. You're going to have to wear a mask like yeah. Joel Embiid. <laughs> Undertaker did years ago, and because I'm a nerd, and I know that. Oh, you're gonna be Kane though. Yeah. Speaking of Kane, yes. Did you see Kane won his primary, it's... and he is the uh, Republican? I think he's the gubernatorial, or he's the mayor, the mayoral candidate. Yes. For um, Knox County, Tennessee. And the weird thing I thought was when I read this, they were like, "Well, whoever wins the Republican nominee is probably gonna win." And I'm like, "Well, it is Tennessee. It is Tennessee. Very but conservative. You area. think like." Really? <laughs> There's a lot of areas that are like that. Yeah, that's just odd to me. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, good for Kane. So, Kane, did you see how, by the way, I thought he was much older because he's been around for forever. Do you know how old? I think he's in the late 40s, right? By the way, Glenn, Glenn Jacobs. He's 51. Oh, okay. But I, I would have guessed like 55. I knew it because I knew he started young. So yes. So, I'm, I'm also a nerd. Did you see the picture? And this is this is one of my favorite <laughs> pictures of all time. Uh, it's... Him, uh, not Kane, Glenn Jacobs, Dwight. What was his name? Not Dwight Ye- uh, Yoakum. <laughs> Isaac, Ye- Isaac, Isaac Yankum. Yeah. Dwight Yoakum, <laughs> country singer with the tight jeans. Yeah. Uh, Isaac Yoakum standing outside. I believe it's a local school. <laughs> He's just standing outside, and you know those, <laughs> you know those political signs people put in their yard. Yeah. He's standing outside a school on the lawn, and every school has one of these in front of their. Uh, building like out in the yard, they have one of the signs yeah. that just says like the name of the school. Yeah. He's standing there holding one of his political signs. It just says Jacobs, <laughs> wearing a golf shirt and khakis. Yeah. It's so it funny. is the most uncane looking photo I've ever seen in my life. Like something should be on fire. Yes, I mean, wouldn't it be great <laughs> if he just dropped it and like put his arms and just, up and dropped them yeah, and everything, and everything went exploded. up in flames? Yeah. Wow. Isn't that crazy that a professional wrestler is going to be in politics? Well, yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, that's true. You keep talking, hearing about The Rock maybe running for president one day. What What would The Rock have to do? Kill a puppy. To lose your vote. Kill, Kill a puppy. puppy. <laughs> and you'd have to do it on Instagram. Yeah. Actually, it'd be multiple puppies. Because <laughs> I could justify one. Twin puppies. Yeah. I could justify one. I'd be like, well, that puppy was a jerk. 
<laughs> and they killed two. Well, there's not two jerk puppies. That puppy didn't like Rampage. Yeah. He had it coming. <laughs> Who did? <laughs> but that puppy was not a fan of the Tooth Fairy. Who <laughs> <It> was? <laughs> but uh yeah, that's pretty much all he'd have to do. I don't even care if he ran on the that party. Oh, hey, ooh. <laughs> that was bad, I know. <laughs> we gotta edit that. That's funny though. <laughs> Can't talk about <laughs> Just stop saying that. All right, hold on. You're gonna have to cut out this whole thing. Yeah, I don't. Thank you. I like when you give me more work. There you go. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be thirty seconds of beeps. <laughs> Laugh it up, buddy. But uh, the Rock, Kane. Uh, we'll have to see who else ends up uh, running for office. Just the body was on uh, like a. He's like in, he wasn't like a party affiliate. No, he right? was a um, independent or libertarian or. Yeah, he was one of the, one uh, of those things. Yeah, he was one of those um, outskirt, not one of the two. Yeah. main parties. He was. Why don't but, you look it up on your phone? All right. Yeah, see what he ran as. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get to your hotel housekeeping here in just a second, but I was at the grocery store. And I was hungry, and that's a bad combination. Oh, yeah. And I was walking down the snack aisle because I love me the snack aisle. Even before we started this podcast, I love me the snack aisle. And there are certain snacks that I will buy, and there were certain there are certain snacks that I will not buy. And I try to go by what is kind of not terrible and what is just awful. I try to stay away from the awful. Yeah. So I get cheese curls, which aren't bad. I love mm. cheese curls. Mm-hmm. There's a certain variety of Martin's popcorn, which isn't terrible. Yeah. I get pretzels. That's mm. kind of what I live and die by. Yeah. But there is one genre of snack that I feel is horribly underrated, doesn't get enough love, but is absolutely delicious and super affordable. Okay. The generic party mix. Oh, the goods? It could be goods. I, 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 that guy, I don't even know what brand I got. It had a basketball on the front. Ah. But the ones that come with like these skinny pretzel sticks. Yeah. The giant oversized Fritos that are like covered in some kind of barbecue flavoring. The Cheeto is in there. The Cheeto's yeah. in there. And it has like a circular, almost Dorito-like tortilla chip. Yeah, yeah. That party mix is highly underrated. I've yeah. never seen that at a party and not seen the bag or the basket completely empty when the party's over. And it's over. cheap. It is. It's really it's like what? 199, 159, something like that. The funny thing is though, you go to that stuff and I'm if I'm really hungry, I'm going to like get a pack of bacon. Or like a rotisserie chicken. See, I'm, I'm right to the snack aisle. Yeah, that, that's funny because I'm like, I'm really hungry. You go to the meats. I you're like Arby's. Yeah, let's yeah, I'm gonna look, there's a twenty piece fried chicken. A giant. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and we're gonna get the rotisserie chicken because I'm not, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a pig and not eat carbs, no carbs. <laughs> but we're gonna get the two chickens. Yeah. And we're gonna get a pound of bacon. That's what I look for and, when I'm hungry. And I go right to the snack aisle. Yeah. I love me and my crunchy and my salty, but that snack mix is mm-hmm. ridiculously good. And I also like, and I've said this before, I like any snack that comes in a giant plastic barrel. Oh, the cheese balls. Like the cheese balls. Perfect. The party mix will also come in a giant plastic barrel on occasion. There's a there's a mix, and it's expensive mix, though. The pub mix. Yes. And it's exactly. a long tube. I have my list right here. Look at this. Pub mix. It's amazing. That is good, too, but oh. it, I, feel like, uh, I feel like that is much classier. Than the party mix. Yeah, you gotta have a suit on to eat that. Yeah, like well, if you're gonna, ha- it depends. There, there are different levels of parties. Yeah, like when we get together for poker, and those yeah. are my preferred parties. Yeah, party mix. Yeah, but if you're having, let's say, a family get together, mm-hmm. 
whether it's a birthday, a graduation a party, New Year's Eve. or New Year's Eve, yeah. you go pub mix. Yeah, Be- pub mix is good. It has that, there's like a breadstick in there. Yeah. And there's like that wasabi pea thing. Yeah, and it's got some like sesame seeds on yeah, the breadstick. Yeah, it's classy. Yeah, it's a classy it's snack. Cla- it is classy. And also underrated and underutilized. And and you can't, sometimes they have it, sometimes they don't. Yeah. And you don't know where it is. But and- it only comes in that skinny plastic tube. It looks just like the tube that you put in the drive through at the bank. Yeah, exactly like that. Exactly like Why that. Why does it only come in that? Why does that never come in a bag? See, I feel if it came in a bag, it'd be cheaper. It would be. Yeah. Because it's not your like generic flimsy plastic, like even the barrel that the cheese balls come in. This is a like a hearty plastic yeah. container and it's got like a specialized lid on the top that's got like indentations for you to turn. I have six of my garage because I never want to throw them away. You can't. Because they're nice. They're an investment. I'm gonna use it for something. I never do. Never do. But never, I that's a great snack. Ever mix. Do. The yes. Giannotti's, yes. that's a good one, too, because I like that flat chip thing. Oh, the bagel chip. Yeah, I like the bagel chip. Well, the Giannotti's, Gian, Gian, whatever, whatever the yeah. hell it is, uh, that is like the upscale Chex Mix. Yeah, because I feel like that's a little more expensive, but it's not as high as the tube one. Exactly. Mm. But that is the Chex Mix you have to eat with a pinky up. Uh, or a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see? Like, there's people who eat pizza with a fork and a knife. Oh, I can't. George Costanza eat, uh, ate a uh, Snickers <laughs> bar with a fork and a knife. And that caught on. Could you imagine eating snack mix, like Chex Mix? I'm going to start. With a spoon. I'm going to start. That should be something we do. It's going to We should send on. you to a public place with a bowl <laughs> and Chex Mix and a spoon. Or go to a bar that has that mix and just, and just grab it and just, can I have a spoon, please? Do you eat that stuff when it's on the bar? No. Because I don't know how. Because I he, that's gross, right? Because they don't, they don't like. So if you leave, yeah, they don't toss that. They just fill it up. So I know the bottom is like your fingers on it, and the top is clean. Like if you see them fill it up right away, if it's empty, you can go ahead. I'm good. Yeah, but even if it's got a little on the bottom, you can eat the top a little bit. You can eat the top layer. See, because sometimes I'm worried it's all gonna get mixed in, and I don't know if you're licking your fingers or what. People are gross. Uh, yeah, because I'm gross. Yes. I wouldn't. I can vouch for that. Yeah. I wouldn't want you <laughs> eating my leftover mix. You are disgusting. Who knows where I've been? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Lord. Me, one other thing here before we get to your housekeeping, before uh, about uh, people being gross. When you buy a new T-shirt or a pair mm-hmm. of pants, yes. before you wear it, do you wash it? Of course. Okay. Because my wife won't. My Ugh. wife, and she'll allow my daughter to do this, and I oh, think it's just bad parenting. That is bad parenting. She will just rip the tags See, if, off. If, if like authorities are listening, you're going to lose your daughter. What do you, I mean, child they might services. Take her. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna, well, I'll get custody. Well, yeah. That's, because well, that's I good. would always wash everything. That, yeah, you have to. I refuse to wear anything without washing it. And there's more than one reason for that. But there, again, any... Uh, even if they're mailing it to me and it comes in like a hermetically sealed plastic container. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. I still don't know who tried it on, who returned it, because it was most likely repackaged. Well, there's also reasons, because they use chemicals to fold this stuff, like starch, and you don't want that on your skin. No. Also, if there's ink, you know, dyed from that, you should also wash it. And if it's in a store, who wore it? Do they have bugs? (laughs) Maybe. They might have bugs. I don't know. Do they have a... Leprosy? Maybe. They're out there. <laughs> they have some sort of horrible contagious skin issue. What about that skin eating bacteria? Yeah. That's out there. Yeah, that lives what on if shirts? They went swimming in a river. Yeah. And then yeah, in the Schuylkill, right to Bonton. <laughs> Try on a shirt. That's why it's going out of business. There you go. Because they got too much Schuylkill <laughs> too water much on that shirt. Skin eating bacteria. Yep. It's well, disgusting. I'm glad we solved that problem. No. 
All yeah, right. you have to wash. Let's get to it. Uh, there isn't many times where I text you and say, got anything you want to talk about yeah. that you actually reply. Yeah, because usually <laughs> I'm like, whatever. But I don't, I'm not very interesting. I, I don't have anything. I asked you, and you said, hotel housekeeping. Yeah. So, I travel a lot. Yes, you do. And Dan and I talked about that the last time you were yeah, here. I, I, yeah, I'm never here. <laughs> I'm like, once a year I'm here. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, so... Are you all in and allow housekeeping to come in? It depends on the situation. Okay. Because I don't. Ever. 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 Now, how do you get, like, new towels? I new call sheets? down to the desk. Okay. Because I had a situation. And a coworker Did had a situation. Did the parents go away for the week vacation? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, I'm sloppy when I'm in a hotel. Everybody is. Because it's like, I don't care. No. I mean, I got. I had to take off my suit, and it just wherever I wherever I go and come in the door, there's clothes. I mean, it's, it's just it's it's, it's looks, a disaster. It's horrible. So, um, the one time I came in, and my toiletries were unpacked. So they were packed when you left. They were packed when I left. Okay, so this is when you allowed housekeeping. Yes. Okay. They unpacked my toiletry bag, made it all nice, picked up my dirty clothes. Ew. Yeah. But see, I'm okay with where do you put used towels when you're in a hotel? Well, it depends. If I if it's I'll either hang them up on like the side or if it's they're dirty and like I feel like, well, I need a new towel, I'll throw it on the floor. That's what you're supposed to do. Yes. That's but they're touching my dirty clothes. And I okay, that's weird. I mean, it's more weird that they would want to do that. Why would they? I don't know. And I appreciate your mm, go getter. Yes, your Go get her. Your gumption. Or yes. Whatever. Your work ethic. There you go. Don't touch my crap. I'm with you. So I, when I check in, I say, "No housekeeping, please. None. 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 If so I need something, I'll call you. Because here's the thing. Now, do you trust the front desk to relay that message, or do you put the do not disturb little? Well, uh, now I do both there? because I relayed the message the last time I was out, and my room was clean. Well, yeah, I would I, I would think that uh, with everything that's going on at a pretty big hotel, that the communication of don't go into room three seventy two, yeah, probably will get lost. So I in the put shuffle. the thing on now too. But here's the thing: I had a debate with a coworker. You don't do housekeeping? What? That's a that's the luxury of staying at a hotel. I'm like, I don't get I don't wash new towels every day. But the luxury of staying at a hotel is you can do whatever you want. You can then throw your stuff in the bag, walk out, and they will deal with the aftermath. To me, yes. that is the luxury of staying My at a luxury hotel. is my room looks like it exploded. That's right. Until I leave. I want to live in utter chaos yes. for this one week. I want three pairs of boxes on the TV, on the lamp, and on the toilet seat. Why? <laughs> because I can. I want to get yelled at when I'm in the hotel. That's why. Oh, I, I don't get it. I, I, just people touching my things. I don't. I'm with you. I'm but with why you. would you want to touch my toothbrush? I don't understand the unpacking of the toiletries. They're like, and it's all nice, and I get it. That's great. But they're like, don't you want your bed made every day? I don't think I make my. I think I make my bed. No. Five times a year. There has never been a bigger scam portrayed on the youth of America than having them make their bed. I'm not going to make Chase make his bed. There is nothing that Why? is more useless. Like if you're having friends over. Right? If you're having oh, friends yeah. over and you're going to play in your room, then by all means make your bed. But if you are not having friends over, if you are not going to be in that room with non-family members playing, 
there is no reason to ever make the bed because all you're going to do is get back in said bed and mess it up. My yeah. wife and I, because I could never do this to my my daughter because I'd feel like a hypocrite. Yeah. My wife and I, the only time we ever make the bed is when we change the sheets. Exactly. So like twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna say that <laughs> once a year. I don't get We're it. We're not animals. So <laughs> I uh I have a coworker too. God bless her. She listens to the show. She knows who she is. And you uh, know who you, you are. You know who you are. And she makes the bed for <laughs> for she oh. gets housekeeping and oh. makes the bed. I can beat this. Because she because <laughs> she feels bad. I love her. She's so cute. I can beat that. Yeah. We went to Myrtle Beach. Um I used to go to Myrtle Beach at least once a year. Normally, it was twice a year mm-hmm. when I was a, a single fellow, Ooh. when it was just the one guy. Yeah. And I would go with my uncle. My dad would go. Uh, friends would go with. And we'd have a nice group. One year, it was me. It was a co-worker of mine. It was my uncle. It was always me and my uncle. We were the yeah. two mainstays of the group. And then it was a last-minute um, replacement for someone who had to drop out. Something mm-hmm. happened. I don't remember the story. Yeah. But this gentleman came with who was an older gentleman. Uh-huh. And back then he was an older gentleman. I think he's still around now. But uh, he was he was a great guy. Yeah. He was a fun guy. We had a uh, wonderful time down there. I still remember him on this one course that he was in. This we were playing a uh, Lynx course, mm-hmm. which is kind of set up for those of you who don't know, kind of like when you watch the uh, British Open. Yeah. It's a European style golf mm-hmm. course, and he was Hard. in a pot bunker. And this thing had to be 15 feet deep. And we knew he was over in the pot bunker to the, like, the left of the green, but we never saw him. So we finally walked over to that side of the green to check on him. Here, he had dug a hole <laughs> about three feet long and six inches wide because every time he'd hit the ball, he'd get to the top of the sand trap and roll down right to the same place, and he couldn't get out of the pot bunker. Same trip, I was in the woods, and I was standing about 20 yards from him, and I saw him try to hit a line drive out of the woods. It hit the tree, and at like 60 years old, he had to dive out of the way. So we had great times down there at Myrtle Beach. So many fantastic memories. But uh, I didn't room with him. My uncle roomed with him, and I roomed with my uh, coworker. And my uncle told me, and this is a shoot. This is 100% absolutely truth. My uncle walked into the bathroom. The day they were checking out. And this guy had one of the old wash rags. Oh, my gosh. He was down on his hands and knees, and he was scrubbing the inside of the toilet. Wow. Not only did he scrub the inside of the toilet, but he stripped the sheets on the bed, and he all but did everything that housekeeping would have done. And then he left a tip for the week. Wow! He cleaned the toilet. Does he? They they, they know who he is or something? I that... don't know. He just always does it. He that... said because my uncle questioned him. Yeah, he always does That's it. Insanity. When my buddy Jude and I lived in Kutztown, <laughs> we lived there for three years. Yeah, I don't think we ever cleaned the toilet. <laughs> Well, that's another reason I don't want housekeeping it. Because if I wake up in the middle of the night and I leave, then I don't flush. You know what I mean? What's wrong with you? Because I'm tired. It's the middle of the night. <laughs> if I leave it there, I don't want someone coming in and judging me. <laughs> if I leave it I... there, I want it there when I get back. <laughs> that's right. I want to see it in there when I get back. I left it for a reason. <laughs> One other Myrtle Beach story real quick. <laughs> he cleaned the, oh he cleaned the toilet. Why do you do that to my own house? My uncle is uh, an early riser. Like, he wakes up at the time I wake up for work all the time. Wow. And I, back in the day, was not an early riser. Still uh-huh. not really. I do it because I have to. Yeah. 
He loved to go to breakfast basically when breakfast opened at oh. 6 a.m. So he was up at 5, 5.30, and when I when it was just him and I rooming in the hotel room, he would try to wake me up by turning all the lights on, turning the TV on. I was a trooper. I just pulled the covers over my head. Fought through it. I just, I'm sleeping. <laughs> I know what I need. I need my sleep. Well, he finally got me up out of bed one morning, and I go into the bathroom, and because it's so early, I start trying to wash my face. Yeah. So I just grab a wash rag. I start washing my face. Oh. He comes around the corner and goes, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, I'm washing my face. He goes, look at that wash rag. I wipe my butt with that wash rag. <laughs> I look down. It's got brown streaks on it. I start screaming. Curse words are flying. I throw the wash rag at him. He goes, settle down. I just clean the coffee maker out with it. Oh, it's so bad, but, but it's not as bad. But not as bad. When you hear the alternative, that is like, that's that's the best case scenario that's at that point. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I bet you went into a tizzy. But I would have moment a of panic. Like I have a little bit of you PTSD. Know. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say germaphobe in me. Oh well, I, from yeah. that situation, I'd still well, be before screaming. That, I know. I now, honest <laughs> to goodness, I always look at a wash rag before I use it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because I would be that too. <laughs> All right, let's get to our drinks and our <laughs> snacks. Head on over to the refrigerator as we get to our drinks and our snacks here on episode. <laughs> we miss Dan. Dan, someone needs to be here to get our drinks and snacks. Episode 98 of the 222 Podcast, as always, brought to you by ClingersPubs.com. Um, you brought a snack. The drink I uh, has been in my fridge now for at least a month. Yeah. Because you stocked up, and whenever we stock up, we always forget about what we stocked up on. And I just get more. Yes, it and, always yeah. happens. But you got a uh, drink that I think is going to be pretty good now that I, I took a look at it. Yeah, it's a... Uh... A fun flying dog, and I've, I don't think we've ever had a... Well, there was one that we didn't like. Well, we didn't, but here's the thing. The bar is set so high with some of these breweries like Flying Dog, like Dogfish, like Trogues, that even the ones we don't like, at the end of the day, aren't bad beers. And this was a weird... It wasn't like something that was really odd. It I think was, it was the Oyster one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was the Oyster one. Yeah. That was weird. So, But uh, uh, Lucky SOB, it's an Irish red ale. Okay. And it's just funny that the guys, their labels are so great. He looks unlucky. He looks unlucky. He does not look like a lucky SOB. So. No. Oh, it's got a ditty on it. So while oh. you pour, after you pour, I will uh, Yes, let me. Uh, I will give it a go. Let's get this pour. I will pour properly, too. Oh, yeah. unlike that. that one picture we posted. Yeah, oh, that was horrible. That was a bad pour. Bad pour. That was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, good memories. Yeah. Let me see that bottle oh, while you, you take a sip. Mm-hmm. Here we go from Flying Dog Brewery. Um, I can't remember. What is this out of? Do you remember? Um, I Maryland or Maryland's. Delaware? Yeah, I want to say Maryland. I think Dogfish Head's in Delaware, and I believe Flying Dog is in Maryland, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, while Karma's biting you in the backside, it's kissing his. <laughs> A prophet of prosperity, he's the guy you love to hate. And just when you think his face, his fate's on the brink, that... <laughs> some language on here. <laughs> That guy's life falls right back into place. So there you go. Irish red ale, 5.5% alcohol per volume. I must say, it's very smooth. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's it's smooth. It smells good. It tastes like an Irish red ale, and it is very smooth, not at all hoppy. Mm-mm. I would bet if we looked on Untapped, this has to be either N.A. because I just won't list it, or it's got to be in the teens or 20s. Yeah, it's, it it's good. Beer. Yeah, This is a nice... This is nice. 
It is very red. It's very dark too. I think usually I don't think they're this dark. I mean, it's, it's hard so to tell in the solo cup if it's yeah. a reddish. It does look if you put it more into the light, it looks amber. Yeah. So it is a nice color, but it's it is good. a it is a very good beer. Nothing wrong with that. No. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to these, no. but this was in my uh, my queue of snacks that 28 we twenty eight IBUs by the way. That's higher than I thought it would be. And me too. I I, I don't taste really much of any any kickback there. Uh, so Skittles came out with a uh, sweet heat, fruity flavors with a spicy kick. And you're not a Skittles guy to begin with. I think Skittles, as far as we talked about underrated snacks for a bit earlier, mm-hmm. I think Skittles, as far as overrated and underrated, I don't think there's a more overrated candy than Skittles. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the fence. Like There there are other gummy-type candy. I would probably prefer a Starburst. See, or- do, you, do you consider... Skittles to be gummy? Because I feel like <sighs> Skittles gives gummy a bad name. Yeah, but what what would they be? I don't know. Taffy? Awful. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm they're just not. Okay. I've never been a fan. I've never in my life purchased a bag of Skittles to eat. Yeah. But you like Starburst, though. I do like Starburst. Hmm. So, by the way, your flavors here are Flamin' Orange, Lemon Spark, Fiery Watermelon. Is there anything that sounds worse than spicy watermelon? No. Sizzling strawberry and blazing mango. The, the thing about Skittles that I like is they all taste good together. You know what I mean? You just get a handful. I think that, that they taste better. So I don't know how this is all going to taste, but I'm just going to go. I think I just had the blazing mango. I'm going to go with the yellow. That is the uh, lemon spark. Hmm. That it is a slow, dull burn. At first bite, it tastes very much like a regular Skittle. And then you get the little bit of heat in the back end. The yellow one tastes just like it. The, I just think I got the watermelon. I get a little bit of spice. I'll eat these. Okay. I They're Skittles. Yeah, they're Skittles. There's not, there's not really... It's like I had some pepper stuck in my teeth that unlodged while I was eating a Skittle. I will tell you, when you <laughs> eat more than one or two, yeah. the heat does build up. Like I bet if you threw a bunch in your mouth at once... I would put five. It would be noticeable. I don't like the texture of Skittles. Really? Hmm. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. This is a bad candy to get a good grade for me. I know. I apologize. It's okay. Hey, you made me drink IPAs. (laughs) What would you give regular Skittles? Um, three and a half. See, I'd give them like a .5. Wow, that bad. They just do absolutely nothing for me. I mean, there's probably 20 candies I would eat. Before a Skittle. How many candies do you think there are? Oh, my God. Because I'd probably eat all of them. (laughs) Hundreds? Before I'd eat Skittles. Really? You'd eat a butterscotch with a cream inside more than a Skittle? Yeah. Oh. Not a fan. How about Werther's Original? Oh, I love a Werther's Original. Really? Yes. Hmm. You can't beat a Werther's Original. How about like one of those those black those black candies that have like they taste like licorice? The licorice, I love me oh, some licorice. Oh god, I hate them. Licorice is great. Oh, that that anise. I used to hate licorice as a kid, but I, hate it. I like it now. All right, my snack is something my daughter chose, and she is eager for us to try this. She is a huge fan of cinnamon toast crunch, mm-hmm. and she picked out for us to try French toast crunch, bursting with syrup and cinnamon taste, and it is in the shape. Of tiny little pieces of French toast. Look Fre- at that. I love French toast. French toast is French toast. If I had to pick between pancakes, French toast, and waffles, they would come in second after pancakes. I would do French toast first because I like eggs. I'm an egg guy. Yeah, as am I. I love eggs. 
These are good. And they taste just like French toast. It does. That's You know what they taste like? You know those frozen French toast sticks? Taste just like it. These are good. I'm not sure how they would go into milk. No, I think it's a better dry cereal. I agree. That's good. They are delicious. That's good. Well done, Lena. Mm-hmm. That is very good. Oh. She's going to be very excited because this means now she can taste them. She's going to eat these for breakfast, do you think? I would guess so. Is she a milk or is she a dry like She's that? She's a milk. Okay. All right. For my beer, not an IPA. Thank God. This is a pale ale. <laughs> and uh, as far as my beer nerdiness goes, I do have a favorite hop. And you my do? favorite hop is Citra. Mm-hmm. And I stopped at Barley Moe today, and they had a Levante Citra drink. Levante. Now, I believe Levante is out of the Westchester area. That's a sexy name. It is. Oh, this I love Crowlers. I need a napkin stat. But they do not pour well. No. As Why? I just got beer all over my phone. Why is that? I don't know. Why They never pour well. They don't. But Levante Citra drink, when I look on untapped here, if I go back to what I was looking at. Levante. Levante Citra Drink, an American interpretation of a classic English style. The American Pale Ale is characterized by floral, fruity, citrus-like, piney, resinous, or sulfur-like American variety hop character, producing medium to medium-high hop bitterness, flavor, and aroma. American-style Pale have medium body and low to medium maltiness that may include low caramel malt character. So, I like Levante. I've had a couple of their beers. Uh, normally pretty good, and uh, like I said, uh, as far as beer nerdiness, I do enjoy the Citra Hop and anything that has Citra in it. Did you give it a go? I did. What do you think? I like it. It doesn't appear to be overly hoppy. <sighs> the IBUs are 34, so only uh, six more on the scale than the Irish Red Ale that you picked. I'll tell you what, though. What, it smells much hoppier than it really is. And when I do, when you do that inhale through your mouth, you get a, like it feels and tastes more hoppy than when you taste it. So I actually, I actually dig this. I agree that the citra does smell. The, the citra hop is much uh, easier for me to digest <laughs> because it, it, I like citrus. It does, and it has a little bit of citrus to it. It is that is a really yeah. good beer. That's excellent. Yeah. It again, it has a little bit of the hoppiness bite. It does, but not overwhelming. Not to make me want to like throw out the window. <laughs> Which right. Usually, when you bring IPAs or or, or beverages, it like drop kicks my tongue. That's let's, not good. Let's go through the. I can't Raids. stop eating this French toast. It's really good. Flying Dog Lucky SOB Irish Red Ale. What do you think? Not their best, but still good. Three and a half. Above average, but not like, you know, not a four. But a three and a half. It's good. I like it. I'm going to pull a Dan Newbert here because oh. <laughs> I already checked it into Untapped. Yeah. And I gave it a three and a half on Untapped. But don't don't put yourself in his category because you registered it. You locked it in before <laughs> I said true. something. So my, my and you can even see there. My, yeah. uh, my thing was locked yeah, in. Yeah, you there. locked it in. Final answer yep. before I said anything. So you're good. I'm right there with you. It is uh it is uh very tasty, very smooth. Again, not my style. Like I'm a pale ale yeah. IPA type of guy. Uh, but that is I would not turn that away. I think also if you're looking for a beverage, an adult beverage, that's kind of you're not into the craft, but you're wanting to do something a little more than Miller Lite. That kind of, you know, I think it fits in that category. It's very good. Yeah. All right, and how about your spicy Skittles? Uh, I mean, I'm going to eat them because I just it's something to put in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go. Uh, 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 I'm going to go with two. Two? Just a two. They're not great. They're not great. Um, I think I'd give regular Skittles. I said a point five. <laughs> 
I don't want to give these a zero. Go ahead. But they're a point two five yeah. to a zero. They're not my cup of tea. Yeah. And I like spicy food. They're just not great. There are some things that spicy don't belong in. Yes. And this is truly one thing it does not belong in. Yeah. It does nothing for the candy. And again, if you don't like Skittles, you're not going to like this. Well, it's not going to elevate you. No. Yeah. No. It's it's just not. It's, I'm glad we got them out of the way. It's not for me. That's <laughs> I, I I felt I feel the exact same way. No. I'm glad they're out of my basement. Yeah. And uh, let's get to my uh, snack, the French Toast Crunch. From the bakers of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The Cinnamon Toast Crunch ranks up there for me. One of my favorites. I think that's great. The crunchy, the cinnamon. I give that a four and a half cereal. It's a good cereal. This is good, not as good. It has the syrupy. Like you take it, it's got syrup. It's got the mm-hmm. the cinnamon. It's a really good cereal. I'm going to go a four. Solid four. Not as good as the original, but still good. Four. I hate to steal it. I really do. But I was thinking the exact same thing. It is absolutely a four. Not as good as Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but a nice change-up. And you have to give them credit. Not only does it look like French toast, but it does taste a little bit like crunchy French toast. That goes high for me. Yeah. Because we like things as advertised. Yes. And this is most definitely as advertised. And finally, my Levante Citra Drink, a nice pale ale from the Levante Brewery, which, again, let me just double-check. I believe... This is out of Westchester. And you have to say it like this, Levante. It is, Westchester. Levante. Levante. Uh, I'm going to go three and a half. Um, you're, I know you're going to go higher for, than me. Um, it's still on the hoppy side. Not as bad as the mother IPAs. I, I like it. I'm going to go three and a half. I gave it a 4.25. Wow. I think it's a really good beer. And I like the, again, I like the hop. I like the bit of hoppiness. It's not overwhelming. And I like the fact that it's a little bit lighter and easier to drink than an IPA. Like sometimes IPAs can knock you over the head. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they are higher in ABVs. This is 5.4. So it's only slightly higher yeah. than a Miller Lite. I really enjoy it. My thing is if I judge it on my, my, like my, my wincing, like if I take it and I wince, I wince a little bit this. There is no wincing for me. I know. I enjoy it. Yeah, you like getting drop t- kicked in the mouth. <laughs> this is not a drop kick. It's this like, is maybe a nice tickle. Yeah, this is like a super kick. This is a tongue tickle yeah. right there. Oh. I really like it. So there you go. Those are our drinks and our snacks here on episode 98. Um, odd observation to end this episode. Mm-hmm. So uh, earlier in the week, it was my niece's final softball game in her high school career she's a senior she's going to be graduating so a bunch of us uh from my wife's side of the family went down to watch her final game senior night as you know Uh and it was at a complex if you will where they have numerous fields one field was way off in the distance but there were two fields that were fairly close to one another and a lot of us were watching this senior um night and this uh varsity high school softball game and behind us on the other field, there was, like, I don't know if it was Little League or Babe Ruth. I'm not sure what the age level yeah. was, but it was a hardball game, baseball. Okay. And, again, these two fields, especially the home plate areas, are within foul ball distance of one another. Oh. So you kind of have to be on your toes. Yeah. So I heard the tink of mm-hmm. a ball behind me over at the fastball area, the hardball area. Mm-hmm. And I just turned around because I heard someone yell, heads up! And as I turn around, oh, there is no. a guy standing next to the concession stand. And this guy's on his cell phone, having a conversation. Not paying attention. Who knows what he's talking yeah. about. But he's not, he's not even paying attention. He's watching the game oh, in front of yeah. him. He just happens to be on his phone. Yeah. This ball, in between these two fields, there is a road. The foul ball from the baseball field hits the road, 
bounces about 20 feet up in the air, and then hits this guy on top of his bald head. Now, I would guess that this guy was probably in the vicinity of 6'3", for sure 250 pounds. Wow. He was a big dude. Yeah. It hit his head, and he did not break his conversation. (laughs) Really? Didn't flinch, (laughs) didn't blink, (laughs) didn't even put his hand onto his head to see if he was bleeding. Yeah. He acted... Like, nothing happened. Yeah. Like, if I would have taken, you know, in the summer, like, late summer when the dandelions turn into those, uh, the, yeah, the whispery, the whispery things yeah. you can blow and kids make yeah, a wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I would have taken one of those and swung it from the stem and hit him on the head, it would have gotten more reaction <laughs> than this hardball <laughs> falling from the sky. And again, I know it bounced once, but still. Yeah. That's- it's hit his head after bouncing like 20, 25 feet into the That's air. That's hard. And I'm sure it's going to leave a mark. And it, I, if that would have hit me, I would have fallen to my knees. Yeah. Or at least would have gone, ow! Yeah. The phone conversation would have been put on pause yeah. for a good 30 to 45 Most people seconds. people probably. It was one of the most amazing things I have ever seen. He didn't even look to see where the ball went after it hit him. He just kept on going. He just continued his conversation. That's a real man. That's a real man. That was Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> Vote for him. Mayor of uh, <laughs> Knox County. Oh, I found out Jesse the Body. Go ahead. Um, it was the um, the Reform Party. <laughs> sure. There you go. Never heard of it. Speaking of wrestling, yeah. Dan, little Dan Newbert is going to a WWE live event in, in Allentown, Allentown tonight. PPL Center. Yeah. I like how you know. I know everything. I got the email today, too. Yeah. yeah, I knew about it months ago, but I, because <laughs> I'm, it's a sickness. I know where they are all the time. He's going with his girl. Really? Yeah. She's a wrestling person. I don't know if she's a wrestling person. They were together earlier last week, and wrestling was on. And Dan's like, I always wanted to go to a wrestling. She went and bought wrestling tickets. She's got, she's got a bad case of the Newberts. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Yeah. If she likes wrestling, we're gonna get along just fine. <laughs> I'm hoping he invites her in episode 100. Oh, I hope so. That would be a great night. Because it's going to be great. <laughs> great night. Episode 100, just two episodes away. I'm going to wear a belt. Uh, <laughs> Dan is going to fail at eating a dozen donuts. Mm-hmm. Robbie is going to eat a jar of mayo throughout the show. And at some point, I am going to drink 12 ounces of chilled gonna be fan. Golden's Spicy Brown Mustard. Fantastic. If you want to hear two, well, maybe three grown men throwing up, tune into that show. <laughs> Hey, check out ClingersPubs.com. Three great locations. Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and Clingers at the airport. We can't thank Clingers enough for sponsoring this program and being a part of the show. Without them, we would not be on ReadyNeagle.com slash 222. They just signed up for the full year, and uh, we can't thank them enough. We sure do appreciate it. We just celebrated, and we didn't make a big deal out of it because of the fact that our 100th episode is coming up. But just a handful of weeks ago, we celebrated our one-year anniversary in RainyEagle.com slash 222. And again, I was normally I would make a big deal out of that, but the one year and the 100th episode, so close together. To me, the 100th episode is a bigger accomplishment. We don't want to be too celebratory. No, because let's face it, this is nothing to celebrate. Uh, well, speak for yourself. <laughs> Robbie, uh, make sure people get to our uh, Facebook page, our Twitter, and if they want to, they can send us emails. Yeah, facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie on Twitter at Mike and Robbie and 
send us an email, 222MNR at gmail.com. And remember, if you're listening to the show, we really would appreciate it. We can't even tell you how much we would appreciate it. If you can, go ahead and kind of pimp the show on Facebook. It would be fantastic. Let everyone know you're listening and spending an hour each and every week with the 222 podcast. It would make us very happy and leave us a five-star review. Robbie, what do you want to say to these animals? We rock. (laughs) Download. Have a great, great week, everybody. If I'm still alive, I will talk to you next week.